This is Podcasting Vision Earth 2150 AD. Uh, I'm your regular host, Gordon, and uh, with me as always are Andrew. And Joel Andrew. And Stephen. Hello, I'm Joanna Lovely. <laughs> and uh, we've taken a slight detour as to what we'd planned on uh, doing. Uh, sadly, it's been another couple of deaths in the kind of the, the worlds of stuff that we're interested in. Uh, so today we're going to be talking a bit about uh, Lennon Nimoy and Har Bennett a bit later on. Uh, and also uh, going over Doc 2, The Last Christmas, because uh, uh, Andrew's seen it now. I've seen that, yeah. So we're going to talk about that a bit. But uh, first, first, uh, first of all, I mentioned since uh, Stephen just said I'm Johnny Lonely, I'm being, being, being of a computer background, I mentioned to say, you've got post. <laughs> And the AOL, whenever you got post, it was John Longley's voice that went, You've got post. Ooh. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. There Informative you go. and hopefully entertaining. <laughs> and so, in a nutshell. Yeah. And, and, and perplexing, <laughs> if, if, if nothing else. Yeah. So, uh, well, all these years, it's been John Longley. Well, no, years back, it was, uh-huh. it was the AOL um, setup. It would just, when, when you got email, yes, yes, it yes, would yes, just yes. say, You've got post. Or you've got mail. I think it was post. Post? Post. Fair enough. <laughs> it was long. So if you if you get up if you if you get up early in the morning and you're very hungover, it's you've got pissed. You'll get pissed. <laughs> you've got pissed. Anyway, yes, okay. <laughs> so uh, lovely. <laughs> as, as usual, we're gonna start off with uh, is anything interesting anyone's seen or been watching? Uh news, yeah. Um yet more. 80s reboots coming away, coming along. We seem to be in a, in a, a chronic hysteresis of, of sort of 80s reboots. Uh, hot on the heels of the news of uh, a remake of Pete's Dragon. He, uh, what? Well, um, could be good. Uh, I've been wanting a remake of Blackbeard's Ghost with Divine Blessed for years. <laughs> that would work, actually. I, I can see that. Uh, but no, they're, they're, they're apparently working on a reboot of The Secret of Nim, or um, the Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, which is the original book, um, which uh, Don Bluth did uh, in about 1982, 1983. And it's brilliant. It's, it's um, great, dark, animated film. And there's nothing wrong with it. Please bear that in mind when you're actually even talking about doing a reboot because it's not necessary. It doesn't need to be done. It's just I, I just don't see the point. It's unless they're going, animated um, stuff. Yeah, unless they're going back to the book and kind of following the book more integrally than the original film, then fine, I can kind of see the point because the book's even done. Maybe the maybe film. the Frisbee Company are finally but letting them use the name. It's a different spelling. They have got no. It's it's F R I S B Y instead of F R I S B E E. So they've got no. Anyway, um, that's yeah. But by the by, that's just you know, there's nothing wrong with the film. Why remake a film if it there's nothing wrong with it? I, I just I, I, it's a weird concept, you know. We're going what, back to the future. What 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 next? Yeah. A reboot of Raiders of the Lost? Oh wait a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking about reboots, uh, a series I've I'd kind of heard of, uh, but I'm, I'm not sure it ever got shown over here. Uh, is it Sid and Marty Croft who did it? You know, Puff and stuff and a bunch of other kids stuff. They did a short-lived. I've got I've got I've got a DVD box of HR <laughs> Puff and stuff. Uh, there was a short-lived uh, superhero kid series in America called uh, Electro Woman and Dino Girl, which's being rebooted with the uh, popular YouTubers Hannah Hart and Grace Helbig. Now I know nothing about the original <laughs> series, but the fact that they are involved in it makes me want to see it because they make me laugh. So fair enough. Reboots out the ass. And funnily enough, the reboot reboot may finally be coming to something <laughs> after over a decade in development hell. No, reboot up the arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reboot redux. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the thing I've been enjoying watching is uh, the first series of Star Wars Rebels just finished, and if you like Star Wars, you should watch it, because it feels more like Star Wars than really anything I've watched since the original trilogy and it's a nice I was about to say what even Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> it's more Star Wars than Star Wars but uh, there's some nice little nods and cameos and things uh, 
it does eventually there is a link in with the whole Clone Wars series which means I'm finally good enough to get around to watching the rest of that uh, which Clone Wars series? Uh, <laughs> the CGI one yeah I know it gets a bit confusing oh, right. <laughs> especially when one of them technically takes place after the other the yes, first one it's, it's yes, like it's, yeah it's all very complicated but uh that's canon for you. I, I was just waiting for that word. Canon. Yeah. It's the of my life now. William Conrad. Canon. Can't do anything. It's not canon. Can't do this. It's not canon. And if you try doing it, William Conrad shows up and just says, no. <laughs> Along with Rocky and Bullwinkle going, eh. Yeah. But, uh, See, I never knew that, that William Conrad was the, the guy that narrated Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh. Never knew that. Never knew that. Uh, and the only reason I found that out was because... William Conrad was selected to do the narration on Hudson Hawk yeah. for that very reason, because he did the narration on Bill, Rocky and Bill Winkle. Because the uh, opening narration to Hudson Hawk is William Conrad yeah. as well. Uh, all the stuff about Da Vinci is, is William Conrad oh, at the nice. start of the film. Um, it's, I'm going to rewatch that soon, because Danny Aiello was in something I was watching the other night. So, uh, <laughs> There's a lot of Danny Aiello's in. I was watching. Danny Aiello. It's, I, I it's was still the best thing. For I was Danny rewatching Aiello. the stuff because Hammond Horror did an excellent episode of their podcast on it, and that is a bit of a mess of a movie. <laughs> Which was the stuff? Oh, goodbye. Yes, yes. No, the, 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 the best thing I still think that has Danny Aiello in it is um, it's an old, must be about eighty-four, eighty-five film with Jackie Chan called The Protector. Brilliant. I think it's his first attempt to go into the American market, <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a buddy, a cop yeah. buddy movie where it's Jackie coming over avenging his brother's death. It's I was Jackie coming over yeah. avenging his brother's death, um, and it's Daniel who's the cop that's assigned to him. It's brilliant. It's okay. great, and hardly anyone, hardly it's anyone. It's another one I'm going to add to the list. Is track down it's a couple. Brilliant of film. But, uh, yeah, apart from that, and Harrison Ford near crashing, yes. near killing himself again. He's, he's, he's getting hell of accident prone in his old age. He breaks his leg on a, on a piece of set on Star Wars and then goes and crashes a plane on a golf. I, I just don't think, I think he just doesn't like golf. I think that <laughs> bloody golf course, nah. There are rumours that uh, in the new Star Wars film, he's not actually flying the Millennium Falcon. My God, let that be true. <laughs> I love the meme on Facebook that's got a crash Millennium Falcon in the middle of a golf course as well. Yeah. With a caption, Harrison Ford cr- uh, crashes his vehicle in... Uh, yeah. Uh, silly the, and obvious. Yeah, there's been a few... Uh, fly, yes. Land, no. Yes. And uh, no tickets and everything. But, uh, uh, I see the one about Ben Kenobi. Eh? Oh, the one about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. He's, handing, he's handing over the lightsaber yeah, to, to Luke and he's going... Your father wanted you to have this, but your uncle wouldn't allow said it. Said no, yes. and then at the bottom it says, "Well, it's a, well, I kind of, I kind of said he wanted, he he wanted you to have it, but after, I, it but after, after I hacked his arms and legs off <laughs> and left him burning to death in a volcano, yes. I kind of picked it up. Oh, got, and the I've fact, got... and the fact that it was fifty, he killed fifty kids with it. Yes. Uh, it probably freaked your uncle out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> But here you go. Here's, here's this yeah. murderous weapon you can. Have. And I thought, yeah, it's, it's very, <laughs> that's, that's more like the true story. Yes, from a certain point of view. Yes. <laughs> that is one line that really fucking annoys me. <laughs> and so from a certain point, fuck off. It covers so many. What are they called? Oh yes, mistakes. <laughs> from the, a certain point of view, with the I Jedi fucked, are I fucked up the story. But from a certain child point of view, snatchers right. who indoctrinate children into the religion. <laughs> it's, but seemingly some of the later episodes of Clone Wars do actually deal with that a bit. Oh. The fact that the Jedi have got this reputation of being a bit creepy child snatchers. So, be interesting to see how they have a look at that. So. Ah, right. So they're basically futuristic Scientologists. Ah, yeah, I mean, I see, Jedi, yeah. you know, people put Jedi as religion. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm rebelling against that. I'm putting like followers of Sith Lords. Yeah. <laughs> that really freaked them out. <laughs> I, I put none of the above. First day, ad, <laughs> first day Advent Hoppist. <laughs> Another series I'm getting back to, I'm finally going to see the half dozen episodes I've not seen or so because I've figured out I've missed a few red dwarfs over the years. Oh, sorry. So, well, just, just, just going back briefly, the, the, being a Sith Lord, I don't like rebels. 
Oh no, no, that's rebels. <laughs> no, I told you, you're still allowed Coffee to. Coffee ones you're still, <laughs> you're still allowed to eat your chocolatey treats. <laughs> oh, so uh, so anyway, um, yes. Other any other bits of news? Um, Harrison Ford crashing. Um, well, there's the obvious. That was that was death. Death Walker and uh, Soul Hunter have been on the Paramount's uh, list and looking down. Mm. Pop a couple of these off this week. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. The, yeah. Um, just over a week ago, we lost uh, Linda Moy. Yeah. Um, but they're still searching for uh, and as if that wasn't bad enough, about two, three days later, we lost Hard Bennett. Bennett as well. Yeah. yeah. Or, or no, no, Hard Bennett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Damn, I've been researching Lenny Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, again, probably not as big a name as Leonard, because, I mean, there's quite a lot of heartfelt sort of kind of, oh, my God, it's Leonard. Yeah. Because Leonard was known for everything under the sun, you know, he was a poet, he was a, he was a singer. To varying degrees, um, actor, writer, director, photographer, yeah, to varying degrees. Spot um, that spot died as well, yeah, uh, and, 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 and resident spot, <laughs> yes. Um, so he was kind of well known in lots of different things, you know. Everyone kind of goes, Oh, Spock died, and they're like, It wasn't just oh. Spock, and really, yeah, I, I mean... really kind of, and, and the amount of folk and the amount of news reports that. Had Leonard Nimoy dies, he played Dr. Spock in Star Trek. Yes. No, no, no it stop it. Dr. Spock died years ago. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as, and then, you know, a couple of days later, then Harv Bennett died with pretty much, you know, the, 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 apart from a small community that knew about it, it kind of went by unnoticed, yeah. uh, which is a bit of a shame because, you know. I mean, I knew, I knew the name from the Star Trek movies and from yeah. his, what, in the $6 million man. Yep, uh, and the Invisible Man as well. Uh, oh, Dave McCallum one. Dave McCallum, uh, Invisible Man. I've seen that. Um, <laughs> and, oh, 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 <laughs> we're supposed to be really uh, mournful and kind of. Uh, this is a important. Just half a second. Just half a second. Then we're being thinking. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of saying. Oh, it's quite good. Actually. It's quite good. <laughs> then, wait a minute. I'm going to discount. Wait a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'll try and keep these points. No, it's all right. I mean, um, uh, I mean, we'll end them. I mean, the, the couple of things I posted. I think to, to a certain generation, you'll always be the voice of Galvatron in Transformers the movie. Quite a few people, yeah. And uh, to anyone who owned a Dreamcast in a really weird uh, life simulation game called Seaman. Which is, I was very careful as to how I pronounced that. Only uh, one will get to for the for the Western release. Uh, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy was the narrator for the game. And what I'd forgotten is he, he does actually introduce himself as Leonard. I'm Leonard Nimoy, and I'll be your narrator through. Uh, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> seen it. Never mind. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Has it got a juice soundtrack? Anyway, um, sorry. God. He's the jokes, folks. Get me sorry. out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel a bit of a. Anyway, um. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, too far. as always, when someone does it, we, we all went back and watched a couple of things. Yeah. And I went back and watched Columbo. Yes, I, I stitching time. Um, yeah. I watched that. I watched that. I watched. Um, it's Twilight Zone, so I've got the mm-hmm. Blu-ray, which also has a commentary by him on it, which uh, is um, sort of a twenty-five minute episode. He only speaks for about five minutes, and yes. it's it's not actually about that. It's kind of how he got the part, and then he goes on about sort of. It's great. It's it's a nice little commentary, little kind of pocket biography of Leonard yeah. Nimoy and where he was at that time, which is just great to listen to. It's a great episode as well. Uh, the name of which I can't remember right at this very minute, but there you go. Um, and uh, it's Outer Limits, yeah. the, the Iverbot, the original black and white Outer Limits. Uh, he's one of the few actors to actually cross over. Yeah, because he, he, he was in the colour episode. Yeah. Um, in the the is with a kind of kind of a, a, a remake of the Iverbot one, where rather than being the reporter, which he was in the first one, he's playing the lawyer that's defending the robot, so he kind of switches sides. It's 
interesting little done. And you did another Outer Limits as well, which is on the box set that I can't get to at the moment, so I have to stick with just yeah. <laughs> the robot one. Um, but yeah, and I watched a couple of Mission Impossibles. Um, so yeah, it's it's weird kind of, you know, everyone kind of focuses on Spock. Well, that's all I had. And, I didn't and, have and anything else in my yeah. collection. I had Star Trek and that what? was... What, not even Invasion of Body Snatchers? Um, yes, I did. Uh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. I just remember. Was, I'd, I'd watched that relatively recently. Still spooks so, me. Still yeah. spooks me. Though. I'd wa- well, I'd watched it and most of the treks quite recently. So, yeah. And, and, yeah, I'd, um, I think I watched. And again, I'd, I'd actually watched the one half Bennett appears in. Yeah, Star Trek Five quite Five. recently. He also plays the computer voice in one of them. This is it the second or the third what one. What have? Uh, um. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Um, he's um, he's the, the 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 voice on the the Genesis tape. I think uh, I remember right. Like, yeah. But I could be wrong. Oh yes, it is. It's Arthur Kang. He's the voice yeah. on the the, the Genesis, Genesis tape. Genesis, it's either that or Phil Collins. We're here all afternoon. Just for another joke. Damn it. <laughs> 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 But yeah, uh, so yeah, um, I mean, Invasion of the Body I'm still unsure as to exactly when when he was taken over. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it's wonderfully ambiguous that movie as to whether he's been like, taken over from the start or yes. it happens at some point during the film. Um, the thing is, he, uh, you you kind of presume that he's not at the start because he's being quite empathic to the folk at yeah, the night. Yeah, smiling and... And smiling and all that. And then later on, when he kind of is trying to... This, surely everyone's seen the film. But later on, when he's trying to inject um, Donald Sutherland and... Um, yeah, um, he's obviously... He's kind of yeah. taken on that kind of pall of being having been taken over that Rook Adams' husband does. But... There's still that kind of just that little bit of emotion in you're thinking, okay, that's it's either a crap performance or you have nuanced it that you have kind of been that way for a while and kind of caught up on some of the emotions and stuff. But um, yeah, it's just, it's 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 odd and it's uncanny and it kind of just unnerves. And the whole you. movie's odd and uncanny. Yes, so. yes, it's it's yeah. a gorgeous movie, brilliant. Like, I, I mean, I, it, it, in many ways, I prefer it to the original. Yes. Although the original is still the classic that it is, I think Kaufman's version just kind of just gets under your skin, which is great. That's and again, I think it's, at some point we'll want to do a whole episode on remakes and reboots, and oh. I think it, it, along with the thing, are kind of the two standout ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but this, yeah, that, that, that was a, see that was a great time period for to do reboots because. There was, with back on the reboot again. Yeah. There was a certain amount of merit for remaking them, if only to bring them into colour. Because yeah. in the case of Body Snatchers and in the case of the Thing from Another World, it was they were both done in black and white. So there was there seemed to be some kind of reasoning to do it. Yeah, and it's also the fact that they're not that they're not reboots. They're kind of sequel stroke yeah. reboots. Because you can still think of Invasion of the Body Snatchers 79 being a sequel to the 56, 57, whatever it was, Body Snatchers, because you've got Kevin McCarthy yeah. from the original film kind of coming in from the other film, almost invading the film with this, uh, the, when he, he runs in front of the camera and goes, ah, they're coming, they're coming. And it's exactly the same. And you're just thinking, this is brilliant, this is a sequel. It's not a reboot. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, seeing it from a different angle. It's wonderful. It's great. From a certain point of view. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I just love that aspect. The, the fact, that, God, the, the, the exactly. fact that they're not pissing on the original, they're kind of yeah. affectionately kind of homaging it. Whereas current reboots don't seem to do that. It's just kind of doing a reboot because either A, for the sake of it, B, because they've got already sort of in-place publicity, or C... The monies. The money, yeah. Bombs on seats. Or D, lack of imagination. You know, it's. I think there's an element of that as well. Folk have kind of run out of ideas. And, oh, wait a minute, there was this great idea from it, years it's ago. It's basically, it's, it's much like all the video games I've seen. It's just basically playing it safe. We've got a recognisable name. We can throw a few people at it. We can definitely make money off this. Uh, yeah. At least a few of the choices have been interesting as to who they've gotten, but, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 
I can see that with Aliens or, well, Alien or Alien 5 or whatever the hell they're calling it, and Terminator and some stuff to a degree, but Secret and Nim? Yeah. I don't, I don't, or Pete's Dragon, they're kind of fairly obscure stuff to suddenly think, ah, will we make that obscure piece of stuff from 1979 that didn't actually do... Unless someone's maybe come up with a brilliant idea for Pete's Dragon and have said, well, OK... But it was brilliant in the first place. I mean, the mixing of the the, the animation and the live action in the original Pete's Dragon is fine. It's great. You've got Jim Dale as a a passing sort of quack and Mickey Rooney basically being pissed from half of the film. Um, literally Speaking on of mi- mixing animation live action, uh, <laughs> just if you've got access to YouTube, just look up Mary Poppins sings death metal. <laughs> you will be entertained. <laughs> Trust me on this. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 the the reasoning seems a bit askew, you know. Oh, and, and further to the sort of the eighties reboot stuff, we're getting Clerks three now as well. For the sounds of things. Oh, that, that's been ongoing for quite yeah, a long time. Yeah, it's finally, it's finally been yeah. greenlit and... Uh, and that's 90s. Now, so. Is that 90s? Pretty sure. Oh, God. Well, then while I double-check. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was thinking late 80s, but, yeah, no, you could be quite right there. Yes. Because... Uh, he, he pauses and stammers as he tries to think. Um, well, God leaks up on his huddle. Ni- yeah, 94. 94? Good yeah. grief. I would, I, I, it was either that or I could have just gone and pulled the DVD out. Being in black and white, you think it's early, like yeah. this. Um, yeah, because Ch- yeah, Chase and Yeah would be built about 97, 98, so. Yeah. Yeah. Bombards, they were what? And Mall Mo- Waxes. Yeah, because yeah. Mall Waxes is 96. I should have thought Mall Waxes is 96, and that was only a couple of years ago. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to drag this, this back. Wham. Wham bars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, last Christmas. They did a song yeah, called Last the, Christmas, didn't they? Yeah. So the, all right, we haven't finished the news item yet. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> okay, apparently that's all the news. <laughs> we're going to move swiftly. I don't know, I just thought we were going to move on the news. It's a real roller coaster, yeah, this episode. <laughs> Speaking of roller coasters. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, it's an underrated thriller. You should see it. <laughs> I found it on YouTube. Watch it, it's quite good. It's got Steve Gutenberg's first movie appearance, uncredited. He's got two lines and then buggers off. <laughs> It has its ups and downs, but yeah. in the end it goes off the end slightly. <laughs> it does stay on track, though, for Aye. most of the, the plot. <laughs> and before everyone tells us to piss off, <laughs> get off the stage, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back talking about Doctor Who last Christmas. No, we're going to talk about it now. We don't need to talk about it last Christmas. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> We're back. <laughs> and last Christmas, I held in a fart. And no way. <laughs> anyway, uh, seeing as Andrew's finally watched it now, uh, we're going to talk a bit about. Uh, we're not blaming Andrew for the delay, no. are we? No. Well, you can delay in this part, yes. Because. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the Doctor Who Christmas special. Uh, last Christmas. No, so, today. Who wants to start? What well, does that start with? Nick, Any thoughts? Nick Frost was Nick Frost. Which was <laughs> As good. he always is. Was good. And I like the idea of Nick Frost being not being Jack Frost, but no, being Nick, Nick Frost <laughs> in the North Pole. <laughs> um, Wait a minute. We, we've waited this long just for that, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Any more? Um, <laughs> ta- I like the bit about tangerines being my um, signature gift. That was good. Um, and that was about it. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. No, I did. I, did. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was good. It was. Yeah. It was enjoyable. It was. I really enjoyed it because uh, the first time I'd seen it, it was uh, round at the folks at Christmas. Uh, which is the time to watch Yeah, which is the time to I mean, a lot of the time I'll be watching Christmas special a bit later and think, that's ah, not actually as good as I thought it was when I watched. Uh, this one was... You can kind of exactly. excuse some of the sort of the, the, the more loony ideas and yeah. um, 
kind of full pause because oh it's all right it's Christmas and not yeah. it's all right well, but no uh, re-watching I thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing uh, pushed a lot of uh, the buttons of things I like uh, and it was basically ripping off both the thing and aliens at points mm-hmm. and they actually referenced that yeah. in the movie I mean if you look at uh, when oh I can't remember her name but the the one who's singing who's dancing along with it is my Christmas at the start the mouthy one yeah when she gets back to reality <laughs> on a list yes you can uh, actually see the thing from another world yeah. an alien mm-hmm. on a list of things to watch Miracle which, on 34th Street yeah and Thrones was, Game of Thrones yeah which was the massive criticism that everyone made after watching it that oh Moffat's run out of ideas it's a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of the next thing it's a real potpourri of other people's ideas just thinking you've missed the entire point that is the point of it it's did you watch the Holmes and Hinchcliffe either? (laughs) I know it was okay for them to rip off things from 30, 40 years ago I can understand the criticism but I kind of think no that's kind of part of it I mean Okay, yeah, Moffat's maybe taking this from that, this and then that other thing, but he's actually integrated that actual essence into the episode itself. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's why they're like that. You've got elements there because the the whole thing's in their heads. Or not as the case, maybe. You know, I, th- I like that, the little kind of ambiguity. Yeah. Ambiguity? Ambiguity. ambiguity. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, ambiguity. I mean, of, the, yeah, the whole you know, thing. They could still be yeah. in the dream. That's the whole thing. Which, which, which funnily enough, I was remembering the the uh, the novel version of Red Dwarf Better Than Life. Yes. When they get out of Better Than Life, but then it takes them a few chapters and they realise, oh no, actually, no, no, no. we are yeah. still in yeah, Better yeah, Than yeah. Life, yeah. and reminded me a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still not sure that they're still not out of it. Yeah. I, I'm, I think the, the whole of season nine is still going to be in their heads. <laughs> but, you know, but I, I, the, the other thing that got me was, um, and, uh, and it's, again, it's other people's criticism, which I kind of disagree with, but fine, we'll, we'll go with it, is the fact that uh, a lot of them were quite happy to see Capaldi kind of uh, simmer a little bit and be a bit less sort of hard-nosed and edgy and all that. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Capaldi's still going to be the annoying, irritating alien person that he was in series nine. We're not going to go back to the nice, jovial, yeah. smiley Capaldi. That's the Capaldi that Clara wants. Yeah. That's the doctor that Clara wants. The doctor that's in the back of the sleigh going, hey, hey, mush, yeah, went back to Matt Smith territory. No, no, no. That's in Clara's head. That's the doctor that she wants. That's not nice. the doctor that he is. Hey, you know what? I've just so realized. don't start thinking that in season nine we're going to have a nice cheerful Capaldi because I don't think we are. I've just realised. I really during, hope we don't. During the, during the break, we were talking about uh, a certain chap called, uh, well, I won't mention his name, but in our English class. And at the end of the story, he, yeah. wrote, he wrote, and then I woke up, and the English teacher was a bit peeved by that and I just realised that the end of this story yes. was and then she woke up. But did she? Who well, knows? Was she ever? Did she? Uh, yeah, ever? exactly. Are, are, a, we, a... are we even watching Doctor Who? Yeah. At all? Are we here? I, 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 is, is, are we here? Is, is all this just housed in a snowball? <laughs> With a little brilliant, hospital in it? Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant old orbital chat. Yes. <laughs> are we here? Yes. <laughs> in your mind. Anyway, um, yes. No, I wasn't. Is, is there a red sky on Mars? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's what it reminded me of, was, you know, the ending to Total Recall as well. Yeah. Where you're just still not quite sure, you know, is it all is it all a dream? Is, yeah. Oh no, that's back to Star Trek Five. I don't care. I, I don't care if it's all the gym or not. It's it was fun. I, I enjoyed. Yeah, it was uh, for Christmas I, again. Christmas memory. You can kind of excuse some of the sort of nonsense stuff. I like the fact that they kept it ambiguous that um, they weren't revealing exclamation marks the truth about Santa yeah. Claus. So they kind of got away with that one within the the dynamics of the episode, which was fine. Um, you can read it however you want, but that Santa Claus was in their mind and it was there because she'd marked down Miracle on 46, 46? 34th. 34th, thank you. 
Um, so down the road to two, two turns to your right. Second down. <laughs> two miles down, yeah. Past, past 45 um, yellow taxis. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, glide past Mulberry Street, avoid the jazz. Uh, yeah, uh, and I did say jazz. Um, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, that was another discussion during the break. Break is with as well. Um, no, 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 I think that would have put for the benefit of both our listeners. Stephen's just waving his hands about. Stephen's doing that. So both, both, both the listeners can hear it because we're both here. He's doing the bunny ears thing with his fingers. The bunny ears, real Santa Claus. I think that would have ruined it yeah. for me anyway. But um, yeah, they they kind of worked that in that they could just get away with it. And Capaldi, probably the only Doctor who could get away with making a hoodie look stylish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And and also the only doctor that um, could get away with a, an impersonation of a previous doctor, and nobody actually noticed that well. Oh, oh, oh! I did something. Um, when he said at the start of the episode, when he says um, "Happy Easter" to Santa on the top of the roof, yeah. it's clearly a Tom Baker impersonation. Oh, again, <laughs> Happy Easter. <laughs> it's just the way he says it, and the man, and the, the whole diction. It's just, and I caught a straight away, Tom. You bugger, you've, you've sneaked another Tom in there, you wee bugger. <laughs> Sorry, that, I should rephrase that. Sneak another Tom in there, sounds like Sneak another Tom in there, you wee bugger. bugger. Doesn't yeah. doesn't help quite the right. <laughs> sounds yeah. like you're trying to smuggle Toms up people's asses <laughs> over the borders. What, and not gold, uh, chocolate-covered gold balls? No. Sorry, that's another conversation that nobody will get, but never mind. <laughs> Come off on a tangent again. Why break the hammer? Like what, so, <laughs> some, someone nicked Jasper Carrot's gold balls. No, covered um, them in chocolate. Oh god, this is really off on a tangent. There's an advert on the TV now. Oh, right. it's for that explains it. It's for fancy hoity-toity yogurt, and it's topped with. I don't do tea television with adverts. <laughs> but it, it's topped with. According to the advert, it's topped with. Um, now what is it? Chocolate-covered gold balls. <laughs> But it's not. It's topped with gold-covered chocolate balls. And I, I, I went on... It's it's gold... Oh, forget it. Anyway, anyway. Last Christmas. It's bullshit, <laughs> it's, yeah. Yes, it's, it's just... Yeah. It's just it the way they, the way they, it doesn't make sense You're the right way around it. It certainly doesn't make sense the way around that they've said it. But anyway. <laughs> last Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> see, I, I, I loved the bits with the blackboard in Tyler's Dream. Yes. That was really well done. I missed that with blackboard. Uh, obviously, the blackboard was giving her messages. Okay. Saying, Clara, you're dreaming, you are dying. And every time she yeah, wrote yes. the thing over, yeah. the, the words yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, um, I'd like to have known, I mean, if... if um, now that we know that Clara was to have been leaving in yeah. Death in Heaven, I'd like to have known what they would have done with Last Christmas yeah. if she had left. I, I, I can't quite see how the story would have worked without her. Um, I suppose you would have yeah. just had the dreams of the three and she wouldn't have Before been involved. No, no, but well, who, would have, who would have been the catalyst for the yeah, entire exactly. Yeah, yeah so exactly. That's the thing. Right. It would have to be... Well, so when producing a new person. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, 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 unless yeah. the, or unless the catalyst yeah. was the Doctor himself and we were actually seeing it through his eyes. That might work. I'm not quite sure if it would. But no, because yeah. he knows he doesn't. Uh, but he doesn't at one point. At one point in the story, he's kind of lost in the whole ambience and ambiguity of it as well. Is this real life or is it just See? fantasy? <laughs> Co- Caught Co- in a Christmas life, special. Life. No, no, no escape from the Moffat. Yeah, no um, escape from Moffat. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, it would it would need a, a massive rewrite, but it would yeah. work. 
But then everyone would oh, quite a lot. Of but then you'd have the squeeze squad. <laughs> you'd have the squeeze squad going, oh, we've been inside the doctor's brain. Isn't that brilliant? No. <laughs> Instead, we'll go. We've done that. I know. Enemy. <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> mm. well, it cheap and tacky. Yes, that's true. Unlike a bad. Oh wait a minute. Doing a shrimp sign, eh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. coughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh dear. Yeah. So, no, no, so that, that's a bit. I'm not quite sure how that would have worked. I only watched it about two hours ago and I've forgotten all about it already. That's the thing. With the, with it was the Christmas specials, are normally a little bit disposable. With the Christmas specials, you either loathe them. Or you can, or they don't really register that much. I don't think aside from Christmas Invasion, I don't think there's any of the Christmas specials that I would actually recommend anyone to watch. Maybe next Doctor. This, possibly. this one actually maybe. Yeah. It's, prob- it's again, probably. It's probably my favourite of the Christmas specials. Mm, actually, there's a lot of good humour. Yeah, really subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it felt more Christmassy than most of the Christmas specials, oddly enough. Some of the Mainly because they're Santa. Yeah, most of the other Christmas specials, it's just been all set at Christmas, but there's not actually yeah. that much Christmas. Careful, careful, Bunny careful. Bunny spirit. Careful, don't any mention of last, last Christmas. Thank you very much. What? Don't mind. Last, last Christmas. Last, last Christmas? The missing episode. Oh, 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 the, the, the missing that, episode. That one. That one doesn't exist. The one that, that, doesn't that exist. was set on the planet. Christmas. The one that was that right, one. Okay. Wiped from memory. Well, if that's been wiped from memory, then you, you haven't actually seen the regeneration in Peter Paul since the Don't Not the Doctor. No, no, I went to this, <laughs> I went to, I went to this once before. Um, yes. <laughs> Matt Smith steps through the picture at the end and then becomes Peter Capaldi in a dinosaur. Okay. No, in a TARDIS, in a dinosaur. Yeah. That's my edit. There was no Christmas special. Okay, okay. fair enough then. Um, there was no Christmas special last last Christmas. That's fine. Okay, but last Christmas, okay. was last, which was last. You Christmas. see, see multiple choice continuities. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which way to go, William Five. We might come oh, back to this. So last Christmas we had last Christmas, but last Christmas, no, last last Christmas. Well, the Tuvani special with Pete. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. No, last last Christmas was the the line, the Doctor and 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 the closet, wasn't it? No. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Yes. It would have been. I think. I think it was. I think it was the uh, the pornographic remake, <laughs> in which in, in which in which it's a woman the, in which a woman a woman comes back, and she finds uh, her husband lying in bed looking rather guilty. She opens up the wardrobe oh. and finds finds a woman, and this woman swears blind that she was not sleeping with her husband. It's called a lying bitch in the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Did we do that joke before? Actually, no. No, 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 fair enough. No, I've done can we, it. Can we wipe that one now? You had it. I had it. Yeah. No. The, 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 what was it? What is it? The widow, the doctor, and the widow, the doctor. Yeah. The, 2012, I think. So the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Well, the yes. Darth one of the trees. Yeah. Yes. The Darth one with the trees. Bill Bailey and and. Um, God, I forgot. Does, yeah. my, does my bum look big in this? I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell. See, that's the, the thing. That's the thing. The Christmas t- specials don't really bed. You'll remember. Yeah, you'll pick bits. up on bits. Yeah, but they don't really register. This one did register as being Christmassy because yeah, guess what? It was Christmassy. You know. It, well, I enjoyed it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as Christmas specials go, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I, I, thought, uh, I think that upon rewatching it, I think it's actually my favourite of the Christmas specials because it does. It doesn't seem that much different from a regular Doctor Who episode as well. I think it's maybe one of the things you could kind of easily see this plot having happened without having had to have the Christmas thing in it, which yes. may, may not be a good thing really, but. Uh, and then, and yet, when you think about it, the Christmas element's pretty much essential because yeah. if you didn't have the Santa Claus hero figure, what would you have had? J.K. Rowley. <laughs> no, you, yeah, no, no, you could yeah. actually replace it with some other fictional... Yeah. Sorry. Uh, some other character that's been... Some other... Game. Ca- some other character that's been created. And so it could be yeah. Sherlock Holmes, it could be Harry Potter, or, or um, Long John Silver, anything like that. But the fact that it's... 
it's kind of from the lassie's mind and the list that she's made. Do we Doctor Who? Oh no, the cousin! The cousin! Oh! Exactly! It could be the second incarnation of the Cushing Doctor. It could be Captain Kirk, it could be anything like that. It could be Captain Reynolds from No, 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 I know. No. Just add to the total Detective John Munch. Oh, come on. Mark Shepard must have been in something so that where, Detective is... Munch has been in. So we've already got the connection. Surely. Where does he come? He must before, be. Is he before Hartnell? He must between, have been in. <laughs> between John Hart and... I'll have to have a think. Actually, I'm not... Surely. They probably both have been in the same show, not the same episode. No, the not show, they've, but... they've both been in X-Files. <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly. Um, Munch hasn't turned up in Supernatural yet um, <laughs> he is mentioned in Luther uh, yes um, we'll have to think about that <laughs> oh dear yes yeah um, yeah if you want to know any quest, if you want to know answers about the Wizard of Oz then ask Munch because Munch kittens <laughs> <laughs> For anyone English to forget. <laughs> oh oh was it? God, that that reminds me of. I'm I'm busy reading um, the the adventures of, of with the wife in space. Oh yeah. Uh, Neil Perriman and Sue Perriman, and um, they did a, a special offer over the weekend or something for the the like seven books. Yeah. So I, I downloaded them. And I'm busy going through them. And uh, there's a running joke through some of the, the um, season two episodes, or some of the, the season one episodes, where if ever... I think they're both from Newcastle or, or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, apologies if you're listening and you're not from Newcastle. I'm, it's no... Um, uh, but, uh, and if you are from Newcastle, the way I'm in, was it gone? <laughs> I was re-watching re some old QIs and one was the one where uh, Stephen Fry is completely flummoxed by I think it's Ross Noble uh, it's got Newcastle new, new accents and uh, we've got war drums well can you no give him back <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly I heard it a couple of weeks ago. I was walking walking past and I heard two Geordies and one of them I've heard I've heard folks say CGI before, but I've never mm -hmm. heard this before. And he went, I was near CGI in those days, man. <laughs> near CGI. I said, what you tell him? Oh dear. No, I, 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 I was actually very pleased to hear a very, very good broad Scottish accent in uh, the game Far Cry 3 recently. The co-op mode, it's got four different characters, and one is a proper, just broad Scottish accent, swearing away and everything. It's like, Do you invent yes. it by any chance? I don't know, I'll actually, I'll actually have to check. But I, know, um, I think Hume Brown has done a couple of sort of voiceover stuff on some computer games, but, but, it, but usually puts on his, his, yeah. kind of, his, his clipped... Voice. Yeah, no, this is the best kind of proper Scottish accent I've heard in a game for a long time. And uh, yeah, I'll have to check who it was. But annoyingly, I can't play the co op on my own, so I can't. Well, that is the point. <laughs> yeah, I know, but some games will let you play the co op mode solo, but uh, this one, it won't. I was in the co op last week and I was on my own. Yeah. <laughs> Bought a couple of rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go home now. See you later. <laughs> Remember those two listeners we did have? <laughs> I think at this point we've just lost them. It's a fun Newcastle, was that like that? <laughs> bye bye, Neil and Sue. Yes. Right. <laughs> Last Christmas then. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, so no. Um, I think anything else to say. Like I said, it was just thoubly enjoyable. It, it was, it was a I'm, I'm glad it held up on repeated viewing. Because I said the last three or four Christmas specials, I think that, in fact, most of the Christmas specials I've probably seen while I sat with my family. Yeah, last year's would rather folks. just forget it completely. Well, um, well, that was the thing. Watching it with the family, that was OK. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised I didn't have to explain anything to uh, my dad, who can 
of, can often be one of these people who keeps, the, no, keeps no, asking no. No, no, keeps asking questions. Mm. Like, why? Oh, like, my oh you, you mean stuff. my mum? Yes. <laughs> but uh, there's some, 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 the surprisingly, the, the couple of two Christmas specials we've all watched together have not had to explain a single thing. I think that's the other thing with the Christmas. They do try and keep it fairly simple without being too complex because they, they kind of realise that there will be... It being Christmas Day, yeah. you've got nowhere else to go. It'll be a, a more general yeah. audience and not your kind but of... But the, there's always usually one or two things that'll just have a meme of a look at each other and just go... Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's a, a reference to something in the past. Yeah. Do you think yeah. Piers Fletcher Dervish was a bit of a nod? Last Christmas? Uh, a nod? To, to Piers me. Fletcher Dervish, he was... Uh, wasn't he? He was an, uh, New Statesman. Michael. Oh, Michael Troughton. Was it not? Wow, okay. No, it was very like Michael Chowton, but it wasn't. No, it was... Was it? It was Piers Fletcher Dervish from the New Statesman. Piers! I'm saying, I'm thinking, was that maybe a nod to... I mean, am I on an alternative universe I'm, 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 I'm lost here. I'm just in, checking. In the story, last Christmas... Right, the, yes. The character who... The, the actor who played the character Piers Fletcher Dervish... Yes. In the New Statesman... Yes, Michael, Michael Troughton. Yes, Michael Troughton. Yeah, okay. oh, it was him. Yeah. Right, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so, just wondering, maybe, was that maybe a nod to... Um, son of Patrick. Um, yeah, so I, I, was, well. I was completely... I, I was watching it the other day and yeah. thinking, is that Michael Troughton? But I never actually got yeah. as far as checking whether it was or not. I didn't see it being a nod to Peers, but... Um, is, that, is that his name? I can't even remember. It's actually, like, yeah, yeah, Professor... Professor Albert Smythe's... Yeah. I'd actually, I'd actually completely forgot about that. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I realised it was Michael Trent. I just yeah. I didn't get any connection with that. Yeah. That's what was, I didn't get any connection with you statement. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I was sitting watching it on Thursday and thinking, that guy's a lot like Michael Trouton. <laughs> and uh, not, in both viewings, not quite realising, oh, it was. Yeah. This is the thing, I don't, t- I, I don't tend to see a lot of the, the casting news for Doctor Who these days. No. So often I don't know if someone's going to be in the series or not. I think that's the best way, because I used to I used to be on the Doctor Who page and used to see this person's in it and that person's in it. And... Often enough, the casting doesn't actually tell you too much. Yeah. Like, well, it tells you who's in it for the start. <laughs> well, that's a spoiler. Yeah, I mean, right there. But, I mean I yeah, but okay, unless yeah. it's somebody that's been in it before playing a specific... I mean, yeah. okay, if you're going to find out that all... Oh, Michelle Gomez is being cast in the first two episodes of the next season, then you can kind of get... Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler. Um, then then you can kind of guess that that means somebody's a tongue. I mean, the other one I really but know from that, next year is Paul Kays in an episode. Uh, yes. And that's all of him. <laughs> oh, don't say nothing more then. Um, uh, and he, yeah, and but, he was good in Game of Thrones, so glad to see this, him. This isn't ruining anything because I don't think it's got any connection, but Claire Higgins... Is coming back next season in this two part with Missy and Paul Kay. So, the first two episodes, that's some of the cast. Claire Higgins played the leader of the Sister of Dukan in Night of the Doctor. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean to right. say that she's playing the oh, same yeah. role, you know, she could be playing. I mean, Carmen Gillan wasn't recast yeah. as one of the. I mean, look, te- at, te- te- I mean, look at Michael Sheard, played six different people. <laughs> I believe. Uh, I count five. Okay, maybe just five then. Um, the Ark, Mind of Evil, yeah. Invisible Enemy, Castle Valva, Remembrance. Yeah, five. Okay, five then. I'm, I'm maybe counting. Unless the tomorrow... I'm missing one. Answers yeah. on a postcard. <laughs> but I'm maybe thinking of the tomorrow people as being. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he played Hitler in the in the, the missing episode of Doctor Who called "Since We're Going to Indulge in Fisticuffs." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the best line. My favourite line in all the science fiction, and the matter of fact, Nicholas Young says it with completely straight face is just fantastic. Oh, I'm, I'm going through the tomorrow people at the minute. <laughs> bon- with the commentaries, <laughs> completely bonkers. Uh, is it? Is it the unedited commentaries? Um, I'm not sure. There is there is a couple of bleeps, but uh, I mean, uh, the the copies that I've got are the the absolute originals. So I mean, I take, oh well, that'll be I, take, I, take it, I take it the bleeps were there already, but um, yeah, some of the stuff is is fairly litigious, shall we say? Yes. Um, the the classic. I, I I was just watching a man for Emily last night, the infamous, and it's it's uh, Peter Davison's reaction 
uh, at one point when he gets when he gets told by I don't know if it's Nicholas or if it's PVC, but um, he gets told by one of them that uh, Sandra Dickinson was um, basically uh, and they ask him at the start because there is a story that she got him onto the production. Um, and then there's another story that they met on the production, whatever. And Davison says, no, I went along to the audition and kind of got hooked up onto the thing as well because I went along to the audition with her. Yeah. So Nicholas Young, uh, in episode one, asks, oh, so you were, were you an item at the time? And Davison says, yes. It's not until towards the end of episode three commentary that one of them, and it, I can't remember if it's Nicholas or PVC, does reveal to him that his now ex was having it off with one of the production staff on the side <laughs> during the production. Which Davison knew f- all about. <laughs> and his reaction is kind of, what? Well, 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 It's kind of almost a cliffhanger to yeah. begin. Oh, you do send us drums. Yes. Or, or, or a series of fireworks. Yeah. Ah, I loved that on EastEnders. A brilliant, nice touch. Uh, when EastEnders did the anniversary, they did the, the live thing on the anniversary, uh, the live episode on the anniversary yeah. night on Friday, and the episode finished with it, there wasn't a cliffhanger. It was just everyone sort of gathered in the stair, they, on in the square, and they set off some fireworks, and the fireworks went. It's brilliant, and you wouldn't have noticed had you uh, just got. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, anyway, that, that's so, real diversion. Yeah, anyway. well, so, yeah. so last but not actually, I'm really enjoy. I haven't watched East Enders. I've actually just been watching Child. Uh, well, Child's Weekly White, and he does go on about East Enders, and despite him taking the slagging it off, taking the piss out of it, he says, "No, actually, the, the week was the, really yeah, good." It was. It stuff. was. It was. It was back to the East Enders I knew without too much sort of gangster stuff. It was but it was back to being the kind of a little bit of the homely soap opera that it used to be. Yeah. You know, that's uh, you know, and I used to be a mad fan of East Enders. Oh, me too. I used watched to watch it religiously. It. Yeah. And then I think they kind of brought too many new characters in and too many sort of Stereotypes, if you you know, that just no, kind of, I, yeah. just d- didn't I'm fit a cut in. Me, I'm a cut me, yeah. I'm a cut me. No, exactly. Yeah. Got the black yeah. family, got the Indian it, family. Yeah, it was, it was just got kind of, the it, it was just yeah. trying to be too much, yeah. uh, too too many things, and. Um, Dimensions yeah, I, I and Times what did it for me. Plus, plus, I couldn't watch yeah. the show after that. Yeah, plus, it, the additional episode each episode week. Was disappointing that the whole series wasn't in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. Uh, any last thoughts on we last Christmas? Uh, yeah, we're off in a tangent again. Uh, pardon me, uh, last Christmas. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, cut above some of the other Christmas specials. Um, I'm hoping that, contrary to popular belief, it hasn't gone and cancelled the chronometer and made Capaldi a nice doctor. I like my grumpy arsehole of a doctor, thank you very much. It's like it kind of scares away the squee brigade, thank you very much. You know, it's 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 more proper alien. It's doctor. proper proper doctor, yes. Doctor. I hate to use the phrase doctor. proper doctor. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's you know, he's meant to be an alien. He's not meant to be some strange sex symbol for postpubescent bloody geek girls apologies if you're listening and you are a post pubescent <laughs> geek girl but you know it's you know we'll, it's we'll take that spade away from <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I'm sorry but, you know it's uh, you know go watch fire digging any faster be driving them all from Thunderbirds <laughs> I think he's away to insert the pole through, all the way through the air. Is it dark one? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll already had enough of the hole all the way through the earth and bloody torchwood. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, was that one of the episodes you actually came back and watched? No. <laughs> If you do, Torchwood if you is Torchwood is going to have to have a completely different production team for me to ever go and give it a go again if it comes back. Um, after news is that they're going to do some more radio dramas. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, 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 so they've they've taken your advice. They're not going for a completely new production team. They're going for a completely new method of actually <laughs> delivering it. Speaking of audio dramas, I'm really looking forward to Mr. Bean the audio dramas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is strangely, strangely, you pick up Mr. Bean. Um, another reboot that uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's just Bean, sounds yeah. really weird. No, not Mr. No. Bean, but uh, Maygrave. 
Uh, ITV uh, bringing back Megaway. I don't know if you. Yeah. Megaway was a grumpy, sour-faced French detective played by ah, Rupert, uh, Rupert yeah. Davies in the sixties. Uh, they did a one-off thing with uh, Richard Harris and. I'm surprised that that one was a one-off because I. He's the one I kind of most... And then Michael Gambon did a series uh, during the 90s at some point. Yes. Well, now the ITV are bringing it back with Rowan Atkinson. And I can't imagine anyone more unsuited to do Maigre than Rowan Atkinson. He's played it. He's done straight stuff in the theatre, because I've seen him do straight stuff in the theatre. But I don't think he's ever done anything on screen, straight. It's mostly no. comedic or character roles or anything like that. Nothing straight. And May Grey is pretty much straight. I don't know. I can't. I, I, I can't see I can see him visually. Sure, I can see him visually. But whether he can pull off the acting part and kind of keep it, unless they're playing it, as yeah. kind of tongue in cheek and it's slightly hunchy and yeah, I can eye, see eyes slightly closed. Visually, and, yeah, yes, yeah, I can yeah. see it, but I, I'm not sure if you can pull it off acting wise. I hope he does because um, you know it'd be just interesting. I'll I'll yeah. tune in just to see just out of curiosity, if nothing else. Which yeah. fine, you've got one view ITV from your casting. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it just seems a, an odd choice. But then again, I can't think of anyone other anyone else, Kevin, that would do it. Yeah. Offhand, because he's got the stature, he's got the physique, he's got kind of the dour face. Uh, but I can't, I couldn't see anyone else doing it. Um, maybe Griff Rhys Jones, Jeremy Paxman. No, <laughs> actor. I said, let's be a lazy bastard and just go for Gerald DePadio. <laughs> Who? Gerald DePadio. Do you know him with the big nose? Gerald DePadio. Oh, right, okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry, Sorry, Usually it's thingy thingy. You've got, you've got, you've got most of the syllables, right? I, mean, I was thinking of some Irishman. You've got all the correct syllables, yeah. not, just <laughs> not, not necessarily, necessarily in the right order. Sorry, I was thinking of some strange Irishman, Joe DiPadio. Usually it's, usually it's thingy who was in thingy with what's her pass for... Thingy my jig. Uh, we're back to Andy Mandelo again. The patio. <laughs> Does he sell doors? <laughs> Andy, you're doors. No, he sells, hand- <laughs> he sells handkerchiefs. No, he sells Hands places hand- to hide hand- the bodies under. <laughs> you, you mean the guy from Green Card and Serrano did? No, I mean, no, I mean Gerald the patio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, Irish chap. Yeah, the, oh, that, that, that guy that's in Serrano de Bergerac. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, wait, yeah, yes. <laughs> and <Okay>. Asterix. <laughs> I'm in Asterix. Um, oh, and and Green Cared. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> I've had enough of this. I'm way off to watch the Grand Prix. What the classic it'll be all late in the night Mon- outtakes. Monaco Grand Monaco Grand That's what it says here. <laughs> Even funnier for the fact it's a small child saying it. <laughs> oh, and uh, news for those of you uh, who have Freeview. Um, uh, just to let you know, uh, this will go out before Friday. Uh, the Horror Channel. Uh, is coming to Freeview as of uh, Friday, Ooh, nice. which will feature sort of horror films, but uh, most importantly of all, several repeats of Doctor Who, um, which is great. So um, it's long overdue. I mean, the horror channel's been running for well over a year now, and there's quite a few other channels that are associated with it that haven't been on Freeview. So. The horror channels? I remember watching the horror channel a decade ago. It's maybe a different uh, it's, horror it's, channel. It's that's developed slightly, and I think yeah. it's changed hands as well. But it's, it's like yeah. CBS that own it. Because because I was thinking, yeah, I remember watching the horror channel a bit about a decade ago. I think it's a when launch, I was yeah. living down yeah. south. Oh, well, it might be a relaunch, but yeah. yeah, it's CBS or something that owns it. And uh, since CBS drama cares CBS, about stuff. CBS action, CBS reality is 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 on Freeview. It's yeah. been a bit sort of odd that the horror channel hasn't been. Yeah. There. And uh, all of a sudden, yeah, that, there's just been announced. Oh, it starts on Friday. Yes. <laughs> And CBS cares, just not about you. <laughs> so, running Craig Ferguson thing. Oh boy, <laughs> left the late show. And because we're not sure when you're going to be listening to this podcast, can we just say it's this Friday? 
Friday the 13th, yeah, sorry, Friday the 13th. <laughs> no, no, it'll definitely be up before then. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, that's what that would explain. March 2015. the launch of it on Friday the 13th. I hadn't even registered I until I bet, started, the, I bet they're having a marathon of the movies or something. I hadn't even mm. thought of that. I'd never even thought of that, that it was a good, best day to launch it. Christ, I've also got my mind on other stuff. <laughs> No, yes, it, uh, it it should be up before Friday. The new computer makes editing a lot easier and quicker, so I'm not sitting for two hours to, for the noise reduction to happen now. I'll have a chance. So there's another piece of news for you. Um, any other news before we... No. we uh, I can't think of anything. Have we, have we waxed Liverpool on, on last Christmas? Yeah, I can't think of anything else, really. Yeah. No, see, no. It's, it's, yes. It's fun. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But knowing the kind of people who listen to this, you probably have seen it. (laughs) Um, If you haven't, sorry, but obviously. Just, yeah. (laughs) Just, on a random note. And if you're a little kiddie, it's okay, Santa Claus exists. (laughs) Till you're 13. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Just on a random note, if if you've got access to them, Watched Adam's Family and the Monsters. They're both still fantastic. I was, I hadn't seen Where them. Where did this years come years. from? Uh, you posted something like that. I posted something about this because oh, uh, okay. of the Adam's Family pinball being released. Mm-hmm. Pinball arcade. Okay. Fine. I realised I hadn't seen them since like the repeats in like the eighties, early nineties, and I'd never actually really. It was always there. But I've never actually sat it's and still, watched them. It's still weird seeing, and they're still both absolutely fantastic. It's still weird seeing that I think it's the monsters pilot that's in color. Yes, and then the rest is in black. It's still weird seeing it in color because it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I think Adam's finally kind of took. But the, it did make me wonder if the internet had existed back in the sixties, would there be like massive flame wars between Adam's family and monsters fans, <laughs> or would they all just the gang up in one wonderful collective and the kick the crap out of the bewitched fandom. <laughs> oh, the I do a genie debuffs looked on. Yeah, like let's get them all on the Harry Hell show now. Yeah. <laughs> Who would win? Five. <laughs> Hoping he will step in and break it up. Yeah. Um, oh dear. So yeah, that that was it. Just, so you got that. I, I meant to mention earlier, but yeah, if 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 you've ever wondered, do they hold up? Yes, yes, they do. Okay. Oh, oh fine, fine. So, well, it's recommendations now. Okay, right. Yeah. So, Gordon's recommending Monsters and Adam Family. Um, I'm currently going through some old uh, Man from Uncle, kind of prompted by the death of Lord and the because I watched. The episode that both he and uh, William Shatner are in. But something else that I watched, also featuring Lennon and Moy, in a very early role, is uh, Get Smart. Ah, oh, um, yes. I watched a couple of episodes of that quite recently as well. And, um, it's, it's, it's weird that, you know, it's it's uh, one of the only sort of comedy things I can think of that Lennon's in. He's brilliant. He's, he's got a real kind of just a... a, a a nice touch for humour and all that, and I'm surprised he wasn't used in a humorous element yeah. a lot more. Uh, but then again, he did release the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, so we all know he's got a sense of humour. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, uh, I'd recommend, I'm, I'm kind of on a, a, a spy frenzy at the moment, so yes, uh, I'd recommend um, Old Man from Uncle and uh, Get Smart. Um, really good. Uh, there's a lot of Get Smart on YouTube, that's yeah. all I'll say. <laughs> Uh, any recommendations well, then, of what to watch I'll be obviously watching the Larson stuff, which we'll be doing next podcast, yeah. unless somebody else dies. Harrison, well, Harrison, somebody, somebody don't else. get in the don't, plane again. Please, just, 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 just <laughs> stay away from vehicles, stay away from heavy, heavy yeah. plasterboard sets. Just, you know, stick with us at least for another two films, please. Don't run with the scissors, just... Yeah. But at the moment I'm watching Flash Gordon from 1936 to 1940. Oh. And... Goodness. Also, dun, just it's all old black and white stuff we're watching. Sorry. Also, um, Prophets of Science Fiction. I don't know if you've seen that. That is brilliant. Eight. eight um, Ridley I, Scott does the comedy. Yes, I, I almost bought it on Saturday. It is good. Kex and you've seen oh, it? Friday. Kex yeah. and uh, Edinburgh had it on Friday. I almost bought it. Yeah. But, uh, it's I, all about authors. Oh, right. It's kind of... I haven't seen that. Mary Shelley, Isaac... Asimov, Jules Verne, H.G. Wells. Wells, George Lucas, which I thought was an odd one, but he's there. <laughs> and another couple. He did write good stuff at one point. 
It was for the most energy energy weapons and building a a universe. <laughs> yeah, building a, a, I think know, a Star Wars THX universe to it as well. Uh, uh, predicting some yeah. of the. But other than that, other than that, the, the other seven were like you know. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So that about wraps up for this episode. So there you go. Uh, so uh, for me, it's a uh, good night. And for me, it's good um, night. <laughs> and I'm still trying to love it. You've got pissed. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Goodbye, little old lady. <laughs>